0: All oh, the keepers come for it. Not very convincing. And it's been turned in
1: by Zaliukas at Easter Road against their fierce rivals. Andy McNeil unable to deal with it. And Hearts may be spoiling the League Cup winning party.
0: Well, hearts are through to the Scottish Cup final. As expected, the hibs hibs it yet again, and Whiting keeps on scoring. We are terribly sorry that we ever called him shite. My name is Jarvie, and I am joined yet again this week by Simon, Cameron, Harry and Paddy. Together, we are the broken hearts of the world. Now, before we continue onto our usual hilarity, we're going to speak about the sad passing of Marius Zaliukas, um, which was announced kind of just during the, the Hearts and Hibs game. Um, I think Hammy, you probably came out with the most cracking story shortly after it was announced. Do you want to share that with us for starters, and we'll go from there?
2: Yeah, I think one of the one of the stories that always always stuck with me about Zaliukas, I mean, he had what. 222 competitive games, a seven reds, there's loads to talk about, loads of goals, big goals as well, but the one thing that really stuck with me was um, in 2012 when we were, it's after we won the Scottish Cup actually, we were in dire straits, We were, players weren't getting paid and um, the club was, well, we went into administration, we had literally no money and um, so Zaliukas decided to donate a couple of strips including the Scottish Cup winner's strip to hearts, the auction off to raise money um, just to keep the club afloat. Now, Zelyukes himself turned up at the auction and decided to bid on his own tops to keep them and ended up, I think it was over two grand he spent buying his own tops um, and just to donate money. And I just think that just shows how much that he, he valued the club um, again he was one of the players that wasn't getting paid at the time but he put his hand in his pocket and aye. what a guy I think it, it really it really highlights like
3: when someone dies you always retrospectively look over the things they've done and, and it kind of pulls together all the good things and you never really appreciate someone's impact until you look back at it and maybe this is just a chance maybe just to look back at all the good things that he did do and appreciate them a bit more
0: yeah um, Hearts first ever foreign captain Is that so? Yeah, and what a time he was captain as well. You've got to think as well, when roughly circa 60 to 100 new signings a week were coming in, (laughs) (laughs) training under uh, Vladimir Romanov. Zalioukas was um, stable throughout that period. Can you imagine how much a a riot it would have been if he wasn't there? (laughs) It was already
3: a riot, know. He was a great intermediary for all the players coming from Eastern Europe as well.
0: And their translator.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: there's a few other uh, interesting stories or, or just fond memories shared in the in the group chat. Any others you'd like to see?
3: The the one when he uh, was at Easter Road and he sort of fell over the advertising boards and then he stood on the advertising boards when he was coming over and <laughs> on the old point to the back. Uh, that was great. Just wee things like that. It's just I like, should get the club. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's almost as good as a goal when someone does something like that.
4: <laughs> no. I think there's there's one for me that just stands above everything. Just a memory, a, a great heart's memory for me was 2007. I think it was April Fool's Day. We hadn't won at Easter Road in five years, I think. Um, 80th minute, I think it was. He scores a goal. Cross have come in for a, a free kick for, for driver. We won the game one nil, and then of course it was right after Hibs had won the CIS Cup, and they were supposed to be parading the cup at the end of the game. They had to postpone that half an hour because the Hearts fans wouldn't have leave, so, <laughs> giving us a, a brilliant moment there. And it was it was just one of those those days that you just you always remember. Uh, you've kind of that's what you hold and what you take away if, if a player like that. Just really, really sad.
1: Uh, mental. I, it's only thirty six. Yeah, 36 years
0: old. Um, quite a short battle with neur- neur- Neuron's disease, horrible disease, taken far too young.
3: Showed showed how well trusted and respected that him, he and his close circle was. That absolutely nothing of this came out until yeah. until the very last minute, and it just shows you how much people would have liked and respected him not to not to put that news out there because nothing's safe anymore, is it? Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: exactly. So, very sad news. Um, if anything, it just made Saturday's victory even sweeter, knowing that the boys, and they found out in the afternoon. Um, it wasn't, you know, after the game that you know, Craig Gordon was saying they found out earlier in the afternoon on Saturday. So they were playing for for Big Zell. Um, and
2: there you go.
3: But also putting an honourable mention that um, Nesbitt's father actually died during yeah. the week. So it must have been quite yeah. difficult for him playing that game. So there's always... A horrible feeling yeah. when something like that plays I,
4: I believe he'd spoke to his dad and his dad had basically told him to play the game uh, yeah. or he wanted him to play the game and completely fair play and you know in mm. such a big game I think you know that's it's admirable
3: yeah definitely yeah, definitely some effort but day. <laughs> we will not go light on them because of that no <laughs> it ends there fair play yeah. Mr Nisbet
0: but we, we'll get to Hibs very soon, and I can't wait. <laughs> um, Let's have a, a chat about general news before we go on to it. has been a, a few bits and bobs this week. Um, Hammy, you, you seem to be our, our goalkeeper correspondent. We'll speak speak to you once again, Harry Stone. Uh, he's been uh, moved out on loan to Edinburgh Spartans.
2: Yeah, it's a good move for him. I'll be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to be fit enough until the new year. So, um. It seems like a good move for all parties there. Um, get some game time. Um, nothing too strenuous, especially if he's coming back from an injury. We are fairly covered at the moment, so it's good to just get him out getting get some first-team football. Um, we've still got the young boy for Livy on loan, and Bobby's still there. So he's obviously still going to be a bit lower down in the pecking order, but first-team football, that's what you need.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Is that
3: a move till January? Was that to the end of the season?
4: Uh, it's January.
3: Aye. Thank you for saving me Googling that camera.
0: <laughs> Aye, good move. Good first team football. The um, uh, Spartans are chasing chasing a place to get into League Two. You know, they're in the hunt. That kind of level of football. So it'll be competitive. Uh, Simon, a bit, a bit of a more shocking loan move this week. And uh, there's clearly a vendetta out against the Harries at the club. Uh, Harry Cochrane has moved out on loan to Montrose.
3: I don't mind it. Um, if he wasn't going to get first team football, I'm happy for him to go. What is he just turned 19, 20? Yeah. 19. So uh, there's plenty of time for him to start making first team football. Personally, I think I think you should sort of, unless you're a really special talent, you shouldn't really be in the first team until your early 20s. I feel. Obviously, there's exceptions to that. Aaron Hickey being the obvious example. And Harry Cochran's looks fine when he's coming, so it's not going to do him any damage as long as he sees it as a chance to progress and not a step backwards. Mm-hmm.
4: I do wonder because I've seen this with players before and yeah. it, you've got to hope that the club do have them in mind and there's a place in the system for them because it kind of feels like there might not be at the moment and that is why yeah. it's repeatedly being put out. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Um to continue on, a few Cameron um, John Suter's way ahead of recovery. Apparently, he's back on back on the bike, so to speak, <laughs> an exercise bike. That is, um, it's, it's probably still going to be into next year. Um, that has to be good news. But would you expect to see Suter back at Hearts this season? What do you reckon?
4: I think if he played this season, I'd be amazed. That'd be an unbelievable turnaround, considering you know the severity of a of the injury he was coming back from and then re-aggravated. I think, uh, yeah, if he plays at all this season, I'd be amazed. But fair effort if he's, if he's back near um, a level where he can train, then great.
0: No. Paddy, on the subject of centre-backs, here's an interesting one for you now. Uh, you've seen a, a very settled back four, but a certain Mr Christoph Berra is knocking on the door. He's going to be back into contention soon enough. What's going to happen when he's back in the fold?
1: Uh, He's going to have a place on the bench next to Stephen Naismith. (laughs) A couple of highly played (laughs) old men.
0: (laughs) If that's your view, I'll take that on board. Not a problem. Fair play. Um, Hannah you've got all excited about the the documentary. Can you
2: tell us, what's the title in full? Tell us what's happening. Uh, This is our story, Inside Hearts. Um, So this will be on 9pm the 9th of um, November. So that's next Monday. Um, I don't know when this will go out, but it'll be less than a week away. I honestly, I can't wait. I think it'll... I. It's like I'm really looking forward to it and also really not looking forward to it. I think we're mm-hmm. going to be showing up to be idiots. But at the <laughs> same time, I also think we need that because it's... The fact that on the advert, you've got Craig Levine yeah, no sorry for the person who's sacking him. Like, what an arsehole. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, oh, I feel sorry for, for the person who had to sack me. Clearly, you knew you had to be sacked there. Ah, just... Aye. I oh, know. <sighs>
0: It's going to be interesting, and lots and lots and lots of Gary Locke content by the looks of it.
3: And what would have been good if he was feeling so bad and sorry about it? There was one way to avoid that and uh, to stop everyone feeling sorry for him and to walk away. <laughs> yes, know, exactly. Some boy. Is there's going to be... Uh, is, it, is it BBC Scotland? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I've got to wonder what the, the camera angles will be like having watched them present <laughs> games this season already.
3: <laughs> it looks, in the trailer, it looks quite well made. It does, yeah, it does look pretty high um, high
0: quality. I just hope um, that camera angle we were talking about, Stephen Presley's back, <clears throat> I just hope it's only my back for that night in Paisley <laughs> and not my face. Because nah, some pretty, things were said.
3: <laughs> pretty on top of us, right?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, aye, a bit anxious about seeing the final cut. <laughs> Um, Bye. That pretty much sums up the the news in the last week. Uh, all the main focus has, of course, been on. They've got game. the
1: number one restaurant in Edinburgh as well.
0: That's right. The um, the Sky Lounge is back open, ladies and gentlemen. Still at number one. Bye. Um, I think it's now now it's time to talk about a wee game we played on Saturday night <laughs> on spooky Halloween. Um, where to begin, Simon? Do you want to kick us off with um, kind of original formation lineups and what have you?
3: Yeah, so once again, four-two-three-one. Um, it was always going to be Gordon, Smith, and Kings at full back. and Popescu. I never, never seen Haran being drafted into the centre back. Never thought it was a good idea. So I thought keeping that was uh, was important. And I thought Popescu, even though he was on a booking for most of the game, was really, really good. He made one stupid mistake but he turned into his box. But apart from that, back four was great. Um Lean Halliday in centre-mids. Whiten and Roberts were the wingers. And Walker in behind Boyce. I think saying Whiteen and Roberts were wingers is, um, isn't is really true because it was a very fluid front four. Um, none of them really seemed to be in the one spot at any point of time. Like You had Whiteen up front at times. You had Roberts up front at times. You had Walker the furthest forward. And, and I like that. Um, it... it, it didn't allow Hanlon and Porteus to get settled against like a specific player and get settled and figure out their rhythm. And although we obviously weren't great in the first half, it did it did it, did, we did have chances to score. They were just never very clean cut. Mm-hmm. The tactic was obviously to get crosses into the box. That was obvious. Um we never really kept the ball very well, but neither did Hibbs and it was a bit scrappy in the first half. But I think moving Ollie Lee out to the wing when we had to make some changes. Um, we we kind of filled into like a 4-4-2 at times with uh, Ollie Lee and Jamie Walker as our wingers and, and getting balls into Whiting and Boyce. And that's obviously how we scored. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good performance, pretty solid. As we come to expect for Robin Eilson's squad, solid back five, including the goalkeeper, and then try and build on it for there with width.
0: Right. Perfect. And uh, you mentioned a goal, what a goal it was. <laughs> as the commentator said Eight months of pent-up anger and emotion for hearts Is released in one moment As Craig and puts hearts 1-0 up against Hibbs. And how true that was <clears throat> um, Paddy, just to Let's talk through the, that goal in that moment And try and capture that for us then um,
1: Peter well, it was Haring. Obviously Oli Enni Esther Down the right-hand side <laughs> Putting an unbelievable <laughs> ball in For Craig White, And it was a great header but It that's was right on honest. his head, eh? Yeah it's the only thing I remember Whiting doing the whole game, but definitely worth it having him on. Mm. I feel
0: that's a bit harsh. I feel like Whiting done more,
1: <laughs> just that goal. It's difficult because it was Hibs do
3: play like a back three when they have the ball, so and they push the fullback right up. So Whiting was kind of caught in a, a no man's land, whether to push the outside centre back or to stay with the the, the fullback. Mm-hmm. But I think he done well. He's got like one thing you can say about Whiting is he's lazy. He's got a lot of energy and he does do a lot of running. Yeah, so I think that was good having him there. I didn't like it when I seen it, but it did work.
0: Yeah. I, constantly he's got he's got a good level of fitness. He was constantly stretching the defence by looking for runs behind even if the ball wasn't gone going to him, it was opening a, a gap somewhere else. So I, I felt he was vital for us. Um let's talk about Ollie Lee a wee bit more. I I thought Ollie Lee was the best player on the park behind Craig Gordon, who we'll come on to separately. Um other than that cross, Hammy Holly Lee put in a solid shift for you?
2: Um, aye. It was it was good. I still think that the midfield needs a bit more work. I think it I don't know if it just seems a bit uneven. Um and that might just be down to the fact that we've got a bit of makeshift wingers. Um but when he was on the ball, he was he was fine. Obviously the great cross he put in um, he kept it very simple, I found as well, which you know is not a bad thing. I think he needed that at times, um, just somebody to just put the foot on the ball and look for a pass. Um, I don't think there was after I don't think there was anyone other than Gordon, of course, that really stood out. Amazingly, I think it was just a good, solid performance from everyone. There was no, I think the Billy Dodd said it at the end when he was giving his man of the match. There was nobody on that pitch that was remarkable. Um, for Gordon, who got man in the match, so but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's good to see it's shaping up well. I think there still needs to be a bit more improvement. But listen, we just beat Scotland's third place team and we're down in the championship, so mm-hmm. um, solid performance. Um, from Ollie Lee, yeah, it was very much a typical Edinburgh derby,
1: scrappy and heart, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I think, sorry um, moments.
3: It's it's never an easy job when you're playing a two man midfield against a three and even sometimes a four man midfield that they they can find it very difficult to cover all, all the all the options but you've just got to make sure you do your your work when you're off the ball and and cover the passing lanes and you're back four. and I think that's what they did I think there was times where Hibs managed to get the overlaps on the outside and and get balls into the box but we recovered well good scrambles defence getting blocks in. I thought Kingsley was much better than Ollie Lee. I thought Michael yeah. Smith was much better than Ollie Lee. Right. Um, but I, them two just look like far too good for this level of football.
2: <laughs> We're
0: very lucky boys to have them. And let's not <laughs> talk them up too much now. <laughs> <laughs> January's just around the corner. <laughs> um, Cameron on the on the theme of um, watching these crosses and balls coming in. Craig and score on the 60th minute, Mark. Just seven minutes later, uh, Hibs had a free kick whipped in, and uh, Christian Doidge kind of hit, got a header on with the back of his head, um, which went past Craig Gordon. Um, it looked like Gordon couldn't really have done much more to get across for it, did it?
4: No, I don't think so. I thought it was, a, I thought it was odd watching the coverage, and they it seem you know, it's it's a good header, but I'm not sure how much he knows about it. Just the way it comes off and and ricochets towards the goal. It's um, it it looks like a great finish, but it's the back of his head, so. Um, yeah, I think they got relatively fortunate with it, but then saying that they, they could have had two or three in the first half if we hadn't had Gordon back there. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't hold any of that against Gordon, that goal.
0: Yeah, no, there was so much pace on the ball. It was uh, pretty difficult for him. Um, have you, it's, it seems to have been really hard to find a good angle of this, but it certainly looks like Dodge was actually offside, albeit very marginally. If you had a good look at this, what do you reckon?
4: No, it was you that told me this, and um, (laughs) as it just me, (laughs) (laughs) didn't understand how far out he was, where the header was, how he could have been offside. But no, I haven't looked back to be honest.
3: (laughs) I knew um, someone, someone in the Hibs lineup was offside, but I don't think it was anyone who interfered with play. So I think because he's so what they do is they put a man deliberately offside, so that the line drops, the defensive line drops deeper to Mm -hmm. to cover him. So. I don't know if it really worked, though. I think Hart's done well to stay with the runners. Deutch, just a big asshole. He's going to win mm-hmm. balls in the area. Like, just Is that another Halloween trick,
4: out. just put a guy offside. you <laughs> <Go laughs> your
3: sweeties. It's meant to pull them closer <laughs> to the goal, put them on top of the keeper. But...
2: I think we did struggle with balls in the box. That's maybe something that we need to work on. Um, I know we said previously that we'll have better on the bench, but I think if better was in that team, that ball, he was gonna put his big concrete he'd rights through. <laughs> so <something laughs> I think about ended up on the halfway line.
4: <laughs> I think you're probably right. So the, the, the centre back parents still don't fill you with confidence, I don't think.
3: Well it's a good a, a good premiership team. So yeah. yeah. They're gonna have chances. Yeah. They're just hibs.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, enough about hibs and their goals. Um <laughs> let's speak about the, the third goal. Um, and the first penalty incident, and we'll go on now to speak about the other pen- penalty incidents, which uh, w- which uh, Gorgie, lawyer Willie Collin protected us from throughout the game today <laughs> uh, on Saturday. Sorry. Um, Hammy, just to continue with you, uh, the 111th minute Liam Boyce put us ahead after Eddie White was brought down in the box by uh, the even uglier McGinn brother. Do you want to uh, talk us through the challenge, the incident? Tell us what your thoughts are on it.
2: Um, I mean, I see at the time I was like, no chance of a penalty and I've watched it back and I'm still very, I don't think it was, I mean, I think Eddie White's really playing for it. He's running up against um, McGinn wasn't it? And then he sort of, like I say, he plays for it. He sort of puts his legs and sort of entangles them with McGinn. I think he's actually going down before the main contact's made, but it's one of those ones where you give the referee a decision to make, and he, he made it, and that's that was that was our um, good decision. I'm sure we will get another the hibs one, but you, uh, personally, I don't think either of them were, were penalties. But no. the, the you know the commentators and and the media always say you know these things even themselves out over the season. It just so happened that it evened itself out during a game for us. So take it. Oh, definitely.
0: Simon, it was just it was just good, clever play from Eddie White, wasn't it? You know yeah, get, was
3: between, up to. get in behind and get between the man and the ball. As soon as they try and make a challenge, they're either going to take you down or they're just going to let you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Paddy, the actual penalty,
1: well taken from Boyce. It was, yep. Yeah. Great finish. Lovely. Um, I still prefer Boyce over Whiting as well, personally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, you. Just calm down <laughs> now. Well, uh, we will go on to speak about Inverness, and I uh, like you say, it's do you start both or which one do you start? There's a, a few wee selection head-ups now, but it's all nice problems to have for uh, for Nielsen. Um Just to to speak about AD White um, and just the other sub while we're here, you and Henderson, both of them came on, both you know pretty pacey players, and they kind of stretched the game out a bit. I felt that kind of gave us the upper hand in extra time. Um, Cameron, you, you kind of pleased when you saw those substitutions coming on the way it was going at that point
4: um, I mean yeah to be honest by that point I was just kind of very nervous and hoping for anything <laughs> you know I, was, I, I, had really, I don't know, no I know of what idea I was going thinking on. <laughs>
3: nah. um,
4: and, and just overjoyed with what ended up happening but um no, I think I think you're right. I think it, it maybe did stretch the game. But the game naturally, as, as other players who'd been on the whole time got more tired, it became a bit stretched anyway, and you've seen those spaces begin to open up and I think that's what's probably led to having those two penalties. Whether they're not penalties or not, that that situation probably wouldn't have arisen earlier in the game. So yeah, I, I think Nielsen probably did the right thing with his substitutes and certainly.
0: Um, And again, continuing on the theme, Cameron, with these penalties, um, the one that led on to Kevin Nisbet missing and hitting the crossbar. Um, A beautiful moment for all jumbles everywhere. Uh, With Newell brought down, not brought down in the box by Popescu, you talk us through this one?
4: Yeah, I think it's smart play again. Um, He's managed to get his cell in a position where Popescu almost looks like he's made a mistake coming over. And I don't think there's really any contact. But when you go in like that from the side and the players through, you're always running the risk that there's a penalty going to be given there. And I think that's exactly what's happened. And the referees bought Mm it. It's
3: pretty much the same with what happened to Eddie White with our penalty. But Popescu managed to pull it. So there was no contact. Whereas it's the same situation on the other end. But McGinn's not pulled out. So there is contact. And it was never a penalty. Mm-hmm. For Hibs. It's, it's ridiculous, but the, you can see the angle that the, the referee was at, why he's given that.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think it's, as I said, I think at full speed, the way he moves towards him, and it's very close that there's no contact there, I, he, it, 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 you could easily give it.
1: We should have VAR bankrupt the league and bring it in. It's <laughs> a great idea, um,
0: Simon. Uh, probably the most nerve-wracking moment of the game. Uh, two penalty shouts in concession just after the 90th minute mark. Um, Christian Doidge and Boyle hitting the deck. Craig Halkett well, involved in both. <laughs> Talk um, us through what was running through your heat and what happened there.
3: I, so when I first seen the first one where Craig Halkett and Doidge kind of go like they, the Klingsman dive together, it looks like one of those moments where they're both just tangling each other. Dodge has decided to take a dive. So Halkett's taken a dive in odd to make it look like they're both just falling down. You see them get given all the time. So that was horrible. And then from the angle that we've seen when um, they're trying to clear it, uh, I think it's Halkett's trying to let it go out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And Dodge nips in and uh, just falls over. Uh, not Dodge, sorry. Boyle nips Boyle, in yeah. and falls over. And it looks like a penalty. But then when you see it again, I think Willie Collins' done a fucking great job to see that he's actually just dived there. He should have been booked. I don't get it. If that's a free kick, which Willie Colm's given, it's obviously not a foul. He's given a foul on Halkett. Right. So he's not given it for the dive? No, no. Right, okay. Cool. Well, that's my question answered because <laughs> but it, should, it should have been a yellow card for a dive. Yeah. want well, well, to hear that that's... all the time, though. Willie Collins done a good job. (laughs) I know. actually, I think he had a good game. I mean, obviously, we won, so we think he has a good game. And also remember, even though we've been trying to battle SPFL and the SFA in courts for, what, eight months now, um, we're actually also paying them to um, give us decisions in these sort of games. Um, So I think he's done a great job. And the Hibs
0: fans have got the cheek to say that. The SFA is corrupt against them. Hearts bias, all this stuff. But we'll move on to the absolute herbs meltdown shortly. Um, but what a load of nonsense. But I just can't wait to see Gorgie Loyal, Willie Collum and the Diggers next week when it reopens again. i <laughs> buying a pint What a man. Um, that covers off the all the penalty incidents and the actual goals. Let's talk about some more uh, notable moments and talk about the rest of the players uh, that we haven't covered off. Um, Paddy, it was a, a very quick start to the game. J- Jamie Walker kind of cut in from the wing and uh, had a shot away, literally, within the first minute of the game. Um, what a start that could have been! If you can remember it, um, can you? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look like it. Um, it. Looks like he could have crossed it, squared it into boys for a shot on target. I think he was just going
1: for glory. I, I don't. I, I don't mind a player when they want to take a shot on. So I'm fine with that, that. Means,
3: that means you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think from the angle that he was at, it should have been a shot because you you kind of play the odds and you take a shot and you think, well, if it spills out, it probably spills out into the six-yard box or it goes out for a corner. Whereas if I play this across, there's a good chance that they clear it.
2: Especially with the conditions, the way they were
3: yep. yep, definitely. Don't blame them. That early on as well,
0: you can't blame them for going for that. Um. Hammy, on the subject of midfielders, um, albeit in a bit deeper capacities, how do you feel uh, Andy Halliday done? Uh, he was fairly quiet, um, and also just uh, to touch on Haring coming
2: on and what impact he had. Um, Halliday, I feel I think you're right. He had a, a quiet game. I think he'd done a lot of the sort of donkey work, he was trying to break up Aye. a lot of the trials stuff that you don't really notice. Um, and I like that in a player. I think we need that. That's sort a of deep lying player, and he seemed up for it. He was. Went in for a 50-50 when the Hibs player got up and gave him a shove. So, I think that's what you need, a bit of bite, a bit of, of anger. Haren as well, he came on, again, he just he just looks so, he so just makes it, he just made it look simple. Um, I think he done well and he helped press the Hibs midfield as well, which allowed us to, again, get a bit more time on the ball, get more possession, just... They just calmed it down. I think his influence and Naismith when they came on, it was that that experience that we needed. Um, I think it worked well, the midfield. Again, I still think it needs a bit more game time. There was at times where the players generally looked like they were running with cement in their legs. It was Michael Smith at one point, I think it was about 70 minutes in, just looked knackered. I couldn't believe they made the full game. So... You know, this was a big test for them, and they they done well. Yeah, um, and just to to continue on that theme, with
0: Michael Smith, um, Simon's already covered it off, but Michael Smith did have a, a really solid game as ever. Um, Stephen Kingsley as well, uh, in terms of actually defending quite narrowly, covering Halkett and uh, um
3: all round delighted with their performances at the back. There was a moment where uh, Hibs were three on two um in the second half of added time and they were it was the the typical hips of the season moment where they they break on a team from a set piece and uh, Stephen Kingsley covered off two men and then intercepted the pass almost mm-hmm. as if almost as if he knew exactly what they were doing. I just thought it was brilliant because yeah. I was absolutely shiny it. <laughs> and he just was so calm. I intercepted the ball and just played out the back.
4: Yeah. I
3: thought can we it was get on that
4: three year deal now.
3: I can. <laughs> I, don't know. I honestly thought he was great Michael Smith as usual just no mistakes in the right place every time even covering other people's mistakes both mm-hmm. of them made two important blocks yeah I thought they were brilliant I thought Halkett and Papescu were great as well Yeah, Papescu yeah. was obviously a bit of a bomb scare sometimes but he did win good amount of balls good tackles what I liked seeing is nobody was pulling out tackles even Haran after all that he's been to he was still going into tackles he was still wrestling people he was still getting involved and I've read so many things about how physically fit and how strong this Hibs team were and how they were going to win the strength battle and, and that will push them on to win the game as they'll be able to control the ball. And I think every single Hearts player stood up and just went, come on then.
4: Well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of strength and tiredness, do you know I think it's bizarre that obviously we used our full allocation of five subs and then Hibs only used three. You would have thought that, especially with the game going as it was, you'd, you'd want fresh
3: legs on the pitch, and they didn't use it. But we did have a much stronger bench than than Hibbs. Like we, they have, they might have like a, a good starting eleven, but listen to their their backups. David Gray, I'm surprised he's, he's even still playing football. <laughs> Is it Dre right? Aye. Who cares? Stevie Mallon seems to have fallen off a planet Earth. Jamie Murphy looks about 85. Gullen, no idea. Halberg, never seen him. Darren McGregor, he's still playing. Uh Mackey, don't know. D Good Barnes. Bad. D Barnes is the one who got slapped by Dr. Dre. Did he actually? <laughs> no, there was a a, a, a female <laughs> a female presenter on a uh, TV in the eighties called D. Barnes. And uh, Dr. Dre famously slapped her. All right. <laughs> And you've got uh, you've got D Barnes working for Jay Ross, Is that at uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think like I mean, obviously we know the Harts players a lot more, but then if you look at our bench, it was A.D. White, great, Peter Harden, brilliant, Stephen Naismith, better than anyone they've got, Andy Arvin, Jamie Brandon, Lewis Moore, Ewan Henderson, and then Nat McGill. I think McGill's the only one on there you would say, Oh well we don't really know what he's like, but all those other players are good pedigree players who have good Premier League experience. I think that showed, I think, despite the fitness, despite them having, what was that, 11 more league games than us, mm-hmm. I think we just proved that We were just we just wanted it more.
4: Yeah. Was, um, was Freer injured, or
1: did we just decide he's not good enough to make the bench now? <laughs> <laughs> the one game. That was not made, really, he was just dropped. I think oh, he was oh, offered oh. the chance to be on the bench, but took too long to decide <laughs> if he wanted to be there
0: or not. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Paddy. <laughs> Lovely.
1: Um...
0: But yeah, you're absolutely right, Simon. See, with the subs, I was um, obviously couldn't get enough of this game, so I also listened to the Sports Scene podcast, which is basically just as soon as it's the full-time whistle and it's the interviews and stuff. And they were saying that on the Hibs bench, there was a lot of confusion over the substitution rules. So I think it was their error that they never used all five
3: subs. You should ask that Air Force official standing right next to Jack Ross the whole game.
0: He was probably just, <laughs> the fourth official probably just kept saying i um, fuck off, Gorgie Rules.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that bribe. <laughs>
0: um, and just finally, I feel like it's worth mentioning because it settled the nerves so early on um, that McGinnis for Hibbs, he basically threw one-on-one uh, and Michael Smith got in the way to, to a vital block quite, quite early on, was it halfway through the first half maybe? Um, it just made me just made you remember that he was on the park and we weren't going to get beat. Yep. Uh, Hammie, moving on to you again as our goalkeeper correspondent for starters. I'm sure we'll, we'll all want to chip in here just to generally just take a moment to just appreciate how fucking good Craig Gordon is, is in goals. Um, hey. Do you want to talk us through his save or
2: against Nesbitt, first of all? I mean, Two one. Well, that that generally was a world class save. Um, how he managed to get to that, I don't know. And I, I think I put in the group chat. Um, said the uh, fuck Billy Dodds because he was just on his side the whole game. But he was going on about how um, Nisbet. Oh, he should be doing better. He should be doing this. He should be. Doing that. Nisbet's headed it across the goalkeeper, low down. That's what you want to be doing. And it was just a an incredible save. Didn't even um, concede
3: a cor- corner for.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, and uh, we constantly keep saying this, but if that was any other keeper, especially the keepers we had last year, that's we have gone in one nil right. uh, down. But oh, we're going, um, we're going in four nil down. Uh, yeah, he, he had such a a good game. I know there was a lot of debate that kept going on, especially on Sunday when I was watching the Celtic game to see our um our opponents, how you know Scott Bain starting for them. They've got that other boy who seems Bucking completely us. useless. And they've, they've let Craig Gordon go. I mean, he, he's still... Well, we've watched him now in, in the league games, pulling off these saves. Um, I
3: will... Because um, so he kind of kicked me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he got
3: offered the contract and he says, fuck you, it's Gorgie Rules. Now, can I just bring up a point about Gordon? Did Gordon make an appearance for Celtic in this Scottish Cup? He because did. Because will he get a runners-up and a winner's medal, <laughs> no
2: matter the result? Oh! <laughs> Wow, that's incredible <laughs> Wow I don't know Fair play to Gordon like He deserves it
1: <laughs> uh, It's madness
2: He's going go to go up with the Celtic team and then go up with the Hearts team and pick up the cup
1: <laughs> Whoa, confidence I I like it
3: <laughs> so There was a, There was one Gordon save that I thought Maybe other people have looked past. Maybe I'm just thinking I see more than other people. But it was a shot by Nul. And I can't remember if it was the end of the second half or the beginning of the first half extra time. But in those conditions, the ball is a corner and it gets headed clear. And he takes it on a half volley. And it skids along the ground and it takes a deflection. And Gordon's going to his left and he has to quickly move to his right and get down and save it. And in those conditions, that is such a good save. Yeah. Because the ball's moving so fast along the surface, it's changed direction. I just think he was so good.
0: Yeah, a similar one to that, Simon. Gogic had a pop from about 25 yards. And again, it was just a big, low shot on goal skimming on the surface. Gordon actually tipped that one onto the post. So Billy Dodd said he should have saved it. Like, fuck off, Billy Dodd. You're five <laughs> Have you ever been in goals <laughs> in your life?
4: I don't know. I said, I right, lay seen off, that, lay I off the height jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry,
2: Cameron.
3: <laughs> I feel like as long as he. He doesn't. He keeps it out, and he doesn't just palm it right into the the path. I feel like it's all right. He gets a pass. The oh. the overhead kick save was phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Um, Paddy, extremely late on. it was late on an extra time, was it? Christian Doidge. To be fair to him, he had an overhead kick and the technique on it. Was absolutely smashing.
3: It was like the <laughs> one of the last kicks of the game. Yeah.
0: Um, I instantly had a sore stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was going through your your head or belly in that moment, Paddy? Another good save.
1: Yeah, I think I was quite drunk by that point, so. <laughs> so not a lot. You were offering to make everyone Christmas dinner, and we were all saying, we'll all bring a dish. I'll make it all. I'll make
3: it all. <laughs> but,
0: uh, fair play to dodge for that one, but again, just great Gordon there. Uh, and see, see with that, Hammy, the uh, the Kevin Nisbet save early on, the smile on Craig Gordon's face. <laughs> and apparently oh, yeah. he, said, he said after the game, he joked with Kevin Nisbet. He was just laughing, saying he can't believe he just saved that. Can you imagine being
2: Kevin Nisbet? You'd just be shiting yourself. Aye. <laughs> ah, you'd, you'd just be sitting there going, what do I need to do? Like, the so
3: days just... I've played against you, Hammy, where you've <laughs> saved oh, a couple and I've just thought, Oh, it's just one of those days, and it just gets into <laughs> your head, and then you start thinking like, "Oh, I've got to now do more to try and beat him." Exactly, it just gets into your head. It does. Um, hi, I fucking love Gray
0: Gordon. What a man! <laughs> <laughs> um, my uh, my cover photo on Twitter is now that that clip of Gray Gordon smiling, <laughs> <laughs> happiest man in the world. There he is. He would rather be nowhere else. Eh? Um. Paddy, let's speak about our wingers. We haven't touched on them too much. Obviously, we were missing Gennelly. Um, Roberts was fairly quiet. He had a few shots. How do you think he fared I, on the day?
1: Well, he had quite a weird role. He seemed to be floating about a bit. He was played in the number ten position quite a lot, rather than out wide. And I think he, I think he's more a player that does suit to play play the touchline rather than being in field. But he was, it was rotating the whole time. We haven't, like Simon said, it was a very
0: kind of fluid front four in the end. Um, were you impressed with Boyce? Do you feel like he kind of
1: stepped up a bit more than he had in the previous games? Um, I've not had a problem with him in the previous games. I think I think he's done all right this season. He just needs one goal that's not a penalty, and I think I think we'll be off and running with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's very true. Just look at Whiteham once he got off the mark. Now he's <laughs> in contention for the Scotland squad, Ballon d'Ors, the works. Very true, um, Cameron. Yourself. Um, just uh, who else have we've pretty much spoke about everyone now. We haven't really spoke about Craig Halkett too much. We've touched on Popescu. Um, How do you think Halkett done? It was fairly solid.
4: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, as I said, I'm I'm still not completely convinced in in the the centre back pairing at the moment. But yeah, it, there wasn't anything that was. Ter- it wasn't terrifying at any point. There was no real howler in there, but I'd, I'd still just feel that between the two of them back there, it's always lurking.
3: Yeah. Well, Popescu did turn into his own goal to give away that back into his own oh, box yeah. as they just clearing it. That was the one, the one moment. But I thought Alcott oh, was pretty solid.
0: I do feel like popescu has got a mistake in him. I said that last week. Um, the thing is we're better coming back and it just changes everything
3: doesn't it it changes the whole i stick with them They're, th- I'd stick with them we've not lost since we've not lost in what seven months <laughs> 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 we're well, up in court nah, uh, it's dude. a fix
0: you <laughs> see Thompson has been sold we've moved on
1: I mean there is a reason why we had to sign Popescu and that's because we're in the championship like I don't think there was probably better options out there or would they gone for it?
3: I think he's been good. I, I think considering he's played, what, like five, six games for Hearts, I'm happy to, to, to keep giving him chances. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do struggle
0: to take him seriously after reading that translated Facebook post. It's like... Dear mother, I have good news. The pesky has been sold. He is going to Scotland. Let's build a monument outside the stadium in celebration. <laughs> I just think how fucking bad is this guy? But no, he's been better than that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Cameron Stephen Naismith played his most minutes in his most important game of the season. Um, how did you think he done when he came on?
4: Fine. Yeah, kind of what you'd expect. I think he, he looked knackered instantly. That was yeah. the one thing that stood out to me. You know, he, He'd been on the pitch five minutes and he looked drained. Um, I'm also not a huge fan of having White and Boyce and Naismith on there at any point because I, I, I get confused with who I'm looking at. Like There's just three ball guys <laughs> somewhere <laughs> at the pitch for us and it's, it's difficult. <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you what, right? see after Liam Boyce scores the penalty, who is it? They all get in the huddle. I think it's Michael Smith. He's obviously going to pat Liam Boyce on the head to say well done, then he's actually patting Stephen
4: Eastman. <laughs> 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 have a well look. there it is, if they don't know, then how are we supposed to?
1: <laughs> you not also thinking, I know he was never the quickest player, but he looked slow. He looked, I thought he looked quite, like, really slow. I wouldn't be able to tell you because I've never seen him run.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, he did look slow. <laughs> Aye, he, he, he probably has Stephen on here. Aye, he probably has had a bigger impact than we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the
0: massive like presence. presence.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and we're through to the final, boys. We're playing Celtic in the the Winter Bowl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Justice
3: Derby.
0: Justice Derby, twentieth of December, Scottish Cup final. Absolute madness! I can't wait to ruin um, their
1: fucking Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is confidence, Paddy. Elliott. Um See, in, on a serious note, or unless you were being serious, Paddy, how are you feeling going into
1: it? Um, why? Why? We should just go for it. We've got. We've literally got nothing to lose. They've taken everything from us already, so we've got nothing to lose.
3: There's nothing left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing left but Stephen Naismith
0: <laughs> Um, I, I, my gut reaction to it is very relaxed, almost as relaxed as I was going into the hips game there. Just like you say, Paddy, nothing to lose.
4: I think there's almost an element that could be better having Celtic there and that we're even less expected to do something. Against Aberdeen, people start to think, well, you've got more of a chance in this game. They'll go into this game against Celtic, complete underdogs, not expected to get anything from it. And, and they'll take it as that and go with it. It's, it's a cup final. And
3: also I'd expect to beat Aberdeen. I don't know why and I don't know if I still should, but I still think harps are better than Aberdeen, even though mm-hmm. the last couple of seasons obviously we've no been. But I just feel like it's Aberdeen. Whereas Hellick are obviously much better.
0: You know why you might think that Aberdeen have an absolutely horrendous record at Tincastle. Yeah. Like you know how we are absolutely awful in St Johnson. Yeah, we it's like so bad. We are Aberdeen's bogey. Team, it's crazy. Um, oh, it's uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, to get to this cup final, first of all, we would have beat Rangers, Hibs, and then Celtic to win it. Given all the, the injustice this year, the pandemic, the lot, do you boys think if we win the Scottish Cup, will it be bigger than 1998 for us in a way? Is it this big?
1: I think that's quite hard because 98 was winning it for the first time after like 40 years. I think for for us as well, like we were seven. I was seven year old. So although I remember
3: having a great time, I don't really remember the like how a big an impact that was on the club at the time. Yeah,
4: I also just as a tournament because it's been broken up and with not being at the game, I don't know. It just doesn't it still doesn't Aye. really feel like the Scottish Cup to me. It doesn't feel Aye. like a Scottish Cup final.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You say that now. Maybe by December, when you're full of festive jolly, you'll uh, <laughs> be right up for it, and no doubt rather pushed by kickoff as well, <laughs> which will always help.
2: Um, oh, I'm taking the twenty first off. We got to rota <laughs> like the rotor through like day, like select your days over Christmas. You want off oh, Monday, twenty first, please. Thank you. Win, That's lose or point. draw, I'm going to get pushed. You can't draw. <laughs> 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 Hey, Celtic,
0: we might, you never know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Hammy. If uh, if Aberdeen had won at the weekend, there's a very good chance they would have just been the whole cup competition. <laughs> yep. Lucky to be playing. Um, but aye, there we go. Roll on December. Um, I'd like to maybe put this into your, your buy and sell segment, Cameron, just to steal a bit. Will we be unbeaten by that cup final? What do you think of that?
4: I, th- I think we already had unbeaten at Christmas.
0: So. Oh, did we? I'll shut my, yeah. I'll shut my hole then. You will. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we uh, leave our, our Hibs chat there, then. And uh, it's time to where we normally go over to Out of Context Jambles Kickback. This week we're going over to Out of Context Hibs.net and general Hibs related social media meltdowns. So, Hammy, what have you got for us this week? <laughs>
2: away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, now, I think we can all agree that losing against Hibs is crap. It's horrible. But what we, well, us, we don't do is we don't uh, jump on and jambos, kick back and let our feelings be known. Thankfully, there's Hibs fans that have done that for us on Hibs.net. Now, this first one is um, quite something. We're embarrassing. Simple as. Any big game against them, we crumble. They call themselves the big team and we all laugh. But what have we done to deny them that title? Scottish Cup final? Hammered. Chance to relegate them? We're losing get relegated ourselves. Canter. Okay, we're both in the premiership now. We need a win at Tyncastle to cement Europe under Lennon. Outsmarted. Outfought. Lost. Our manager goes missing. Hearts have won three games all season. One against us, of course. Let's beat them at Easter Road and pile on the relegation worries. Lost 3-1. <laughs> Hammered. Right, The relegated and we're on great form. Let's have a go at Hamden. Show them we're a class above. Outsmart out aid, lost every game. Wow.
3: I always think there has to be a Hearts <laughs> fan writing this on Hibs.net. <laughs>
2: This has been going on since 1983. The curse of Robble Never go over it. Never will. For once, just once, we could make our mark as the dominant team in the city and we blow it, as very usual. Tonight was worse than 5-1. They seem to really be thinking that this result was worse than 5-1 and I just don't get that. Maybe it's Everybody a,
3: yeah. a I also think well, obviously we lost 5-1 because you were cheating. But we weren't, we were actually, no cheating, we were actually no even paying players, so.
2: We didn't get the luck tonight from mug again. In sodden conditions like last night, the more experienced forward was probably correct to rely on a safer option because our keeper will struggle to get good contact even if he guesses right. In a world of perfect referees, we probably win. We don't live in a world, though. And sometimes in tight games, you can come out on the wrong side. Again, we wee bit of a layman column there. Um, again, they got a penalty. so I, Aye. I, I, <laughs>
0: Aye,
2: we both got a penalty. Aye.
1: But he made them miss. That's because we paid them to make oh, them miss. okay Aye. No, it was the curse.
2: Did you know here? I think <laughs> of Robbo? And um, I think just to... to Uh, round this off this isn't actually from hibbs.net but it's um, so funny I need to put it in it's from (laughs) hibbs stuff on Instagram Um, and there's quite a lot of bad language in this one guys so if if you're with any children turn it off Ken what? Fuck it I'm not giving the scum The satisfaction of quitting These cunts can brag all they want Because it's all came from corruption And the SFA No being asked about Fucking anything that happens The cunts think they rule anything They don't rule shite They fucking rule refs And that's it They don't deserve fucking anything They're all inbred scumbags Who have got success Out of blatant match and that. And that's it These cunts think they got their way They fuck all We're the Edinburgh Hibs And we real Edinburgh Fuck the hearts So generally There's no full stops in that So <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, that has to be a
3: guy taking the cunt. It? <laughs> <laughs> like, surely there's not a guy going about thinking that Hearts, who were just fined by the SFA for taking them to court and pushed out the league, now have enough power to get these sort of results.
2: Again, they got Again. a penalty. Aye. Like, there's... <laughs> Simon, did you
1: not know that us getting kicked out of the league was actually just a Trojan horse? And we actually, (laughs) they hate hibs that much. (laughs) Exactly.
3: They wanted to get their hopes up. Beautiful.
0: (laughs) Beautiful, (laughs) Annie. Well, thank you. I'm exhausted as usual after that segment. (laughs) Um, Full of emotion. (laughs) Wonderful stuff. Um, Let's now look ahead um, as we play John Robertson's Inverness side. At Tyne Castle this Saturday at 3pm, the game will be available through Hearts TV with your season ticket um, and whatever the script is with pay-per-view if you'd like to pay £86 which is only fair to watch the game. <laughs> um, Emberness currently sit in sixth place with one win, one draw and one defeat from the opening three games, however did win last week a 3-1 home victory against Arbroff, um who as we've seen can be proved to be a tricky opposition. Um, Cameron, obviously we, we've seen uh, Inverness already this season. Um, how do you think the game is going to pan out?
4: Um, I see this much more like seeing the Dundee game than, than the Arbroath game. You'd, you'd like to think that Inverness will have a bit more of a go than, than arbroath all and saying nah, that actually Arbroath look <laughs> probably the better team in that game. Um, yeah, I'd like to think it, it opens up a bit and, and we can play a bit more football than we, we did in that, that game. So. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't see us not winning the game, but um, you'd like to see a bit more football from and
0: us. Simon, there was obviously a big contrast that would be played at home v Dundee than away to our brof. Do you think playing at home, despite being no fans there, is still a, a big advantage for us?
3: I don't know yet. Uh, it's less travelling, it's... It's, you can usually stay in your house and then come along to the game. Like obviously, a lot earlier, you get get a lot more comforts. So you've not got to travel after the game. Just little things like that. Like I know, obviously, it's you're still driving. Dri- I, I, they must all be separate cars. Is it still separate cars? Are they going up together? I think
2: it. They had to be separate cars, didn't they? It? It so was, uh, it's and...
3: level. It's not that bad. Like, but I just think m- mentally, you want to be on the front foot when you're at home. There's like a, a sort of pride about playing at home and you want to make sure that when they come to a place like Tencastle, then they know they're in for a game. But I do think Embernes are a good team. I think they'll attack us, like Cameron said, and I think it will do us better. I also think that the best thing for us to happen is the confidence we'll get from beating that Hibs team. That'll give you that'll give you an extra ten, fifteen minutes full go on on, on these sort of days because you think you're part of something. You want to be in that fine cup final team. You want to prove yourself. So I think that'll be great for the team.
4: I Can I not. ask a serious question? If it's a three o'clock Saturday kickoff and the restaurant's now open, will there be people in the restaurant while the game's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> there might be. See, down south, what was the... Remember that. You weren't some. What club did you support? Wellstone. Wellstone, Aye, Wellstone Raider. Yeah. <laughs> the Wellstone Raider. They had their whole like function room, you know, their whole bar open because you can drink in stadiums um, in England but just not in your seat obviously. So they, could have, they had that all open, socially distanced and they had windows which looked out onto the park but they had to pull all the curtains and blinds down so they weren't allowed to watch the game. But I'm pretty sure it was on TV so they were, you know, 20 feet away from the pitch watching the game on the telly.
3: That's nuts. Uh, you'll always get these wee weird loopholes but that is nuts. Are. Yeah.
0: Um, so to answer your question, probably. Cheers. Are you going to be able <laughs> to watch the game? <laughs> Just be a big, uh, big, massive steward stood in front of you, telling you move your, be, be like somewhere else, and...
3: <laughs> You don't want to see this.
0: <laughs> Paddy. Simon was saying after the Hibs victory there um, we could carry a lot of momentum forward um, which is a very good point, however it, it could potentially ha- go the other way it could almost be a bit of a hangover effect um, the focus of course would have been on Hibs right up until this point, even since the start of pre-season uh, you got any concerns on that aspect of it?
1: Nah I think we'll batter them <laughs> I, th- I, I generally do <laughs> we've like To be perfectly honest, I'm trying to be more positive because I know Cameron especially doesn't like when I'm negative, so I'm trying my mm. best here to We all need, need some positive. yin and yang um, <laughs> So I'm, I'm trying to be positive and I hope we batter them I love so much that John Robertson Do the
4: positive with the same tone of voice you do the negative
0: <laughs> Paddy, while well, you're sorting out your audio um, Hammy have you heard any news on um, Ginelli? Are we expecting to see him back like within a week here? or Any any update on that front?
2: Well, before the game on Saturday, I think Robin Nielsen was saying that he, he was sitting about training and they tried him out on the Thursday, but he just wasn't ready. So I think okay. you could possibly see him back. It would be good even just to get him on the bench if he's not 100%, maybe give him the last sort of 20 minutes or something. But um He's a good player, so I'd, hopefully he's back.
0: That's good news then. Happy days. Um, and on that front, um, Cameron, we'll, we'll go through, go round the houses on this one. Well, what do you do now? You've got, say, Gianelli's back and fit. You've got Craig White and you've got Boyce. Who are you playing? What are you doing?
4: Well, we kind of go around the houses because you're not allowed, but <laughs> um, to answer your question, <laughs> <laughs> I think... I mean, it worked in the final. Um, is there any reason we don't see White and Boyce in the same setup come the weekend?
0: Even with a fully fit Ginelli.
4: Imagine it's unlikely he starts. Yeah, get he, get as Hammy said, it's much end. more likely he gets a bit of time at the end.
0: Okay, fair does? Simon, are you the same thinking?
3: Yeah, uh, I'd start the both of them. It it proves it can work. Um, it proves that uh, Whiting's willing to do that work down the wing, um, so yeah, give them, give them both another shot. I, before Boyce's penalty, I was saying I don't think there's anything that could convince me that Whiting doesn't. If it has to be one or the other, that Whiting doesn't start up top. But I think about if you think about the situation that Boyce put himself in to take that penalty under that in that situation, knowing that if he misses this, it probably then goes to penalties. Mm-hmm. At some pressure, I think. You've got to give credit to any player who puts himself in that situation. Even if he missed that, you've got to go right. Fair play for stepping up, though, but he nailed it. So reward them, keep them both on the team. They're both playing well.
4: Fair
0: point, fair point. I'd like to see it. Um, Paddy, what do, you, what do you do with White and
1: Boyce and a Fit Ginelli? Who are you starting? I think we go back to the Stendhal uh, Gigan press and play all our forward players and have two centre backs on the pitch, and that's it. Everybody else up front. <laughs> Aye, we'll get Michael Smith centre mid. Yeah. Aye.
0: Get Smith on. Who else have we got? Ewan Henderson on. Aye, we could do it. With the Inverness game, for then, our forecast for the game. Hammy can we start with you? Eddict, a 2 0 win. 2 0. Cameron? 3-1 Okay,
3: Simon? I was going to go 3-1 as well, so I'll go 7-0 <laughs> oh, I was going to go
0: 7-0 Paddy, <laughs> <laughs> you, st- you stick him with 7? Yeah, why not? That's fine, I'll say 3-0 ma- Okay well, thanks for that, boys. Looking forward to Saturday. I'll be sure to cancel all my plans and be free smack bang in the middle of the day at the <laughs> weekend to watch it. Um, now, let's move over to Cameron for a latest edition of Buy or Sell.
4: Oh, I suppose we better go over our last week's Buy or Sell to start with, see, see how we got on. So, um, yeah, some, some spread um, thoughts across going into the game at the weekend. So, first one I asked you last week was over three goals total in the game and I'm not going to lie made some pretty shit notes on this so I can't really tell who said what
0: You could have listened to it back
4: <laughs> I could have but that would mean listening to it back
0: <laughs> so I just looked at my
4: bad notes I'm not going to lie I didn't look at this till maybe just before we started talking but um, <laughs> for what I see you all bought over three goals in the game It's and I didn't so I, I, that's a black mark on my record and congratulations <laughs> for being so positive, boys. I would like mine
0: checked. I'm pretty sure... I didn't. I, I said it would be 2-1. That's right, three well,
3: or more. That's three goals, so... There
4: <laughs> th- three or more, sorry. Ray. I'm
0: thinking bookie is like a 3.5.
3: Right, I asked that. that last week and he said no. Three or more. Right, OK.
4: Okay. Um, buy or sell two heart goals in the game you all bought. I sold. Again, very negative. I was only one goal away, so... so. You know. <laughs> um,
0: that's like saying if a shot was on target it would have been in.
4: That's very true. Um, over forty eight percent possession for hearts. Um Simon bought it, we all sold it. The stats I seen have us
3: at 50-50, 50/50 baby. Suck it. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> um
4: the important one, of course, was um, Neil Lennon being gone today, <laughs> after having lost <laughs> yesterday. So I think, well, from what I can see, I bought. We all bought. We're all wrong. Um, I bought
3: that. Uh, you definitely. were bought so different yeah,
0: huh? a week
3: ago. <laughs> I honestly did never never thought. Even if Lennon. you didn't buy it, i have decided to <laughs> buy <bought> it. <that's> <laughs> <fine>. <laughs>
4: And then, I don't believe we got a telling-off uh, for Nicola Sturgeon
3: today, did we? I've not, not seen that. Nah. No, don't, don't think loads so.
0: Of, loads so. of students getting a telling-off today but for having parties. But
3: She tweeted Gorgie Rules on the, the day after.
0: So. <laughs> well, a picture of Wayne, a Freemason's free uh, handshake with Willie <laughs> Collum.
3: <laughs> wink. Just a photo of Willie Collum and a wink mo- emoji. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some
4: some quick questions this week um, just four rather than the the heavy lot that you had last week so to fit in with what you would like with the way the goals work here over 3.5 goals in the Inverness game total buy or sell Paddy's buying buy Jarvis buying no context this is lovely
2: yeah
3: I'll buy that as
2: well I think it's got goals I'm going to sell that.
1: Oh.
2: Oh, so elaborate. fucking
1: negative, Hammy. Huh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's good to have some sort of contrast, eh? Um I I think it'll be a bit of a tighter game. So I, I, My pick was 2-0. So I, do, I think we'll win, but I think we'll just, right. just ease easy, it. Ease it. <laughs> I don't think we're going to... I think maybe the Arbroath game gave us a bit of a fright as well. I don't think we're going to go full gung ho like we did in the first game of the season. Save ourselves. Big games coming up.
4: Makes sense. And you you didn't want to kind of go way ahead of that um, goal per game ratio that you've bet on already. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) shit.
0: Can I just say I predicted Hearts to win 3 0 and then said bye for over 3.5 goals.
4: (laughs) Why, we should definitely talk about our segments beforehand. Um, I'm I'm going to buy because I said three one. So
3: <laughs> I like I was going to, to say,
4: Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, this one we haven't covered. Um, so Whiten to score his next goal for Hearts before Boyce scores his next goal Ooh, for Hearts. Oh, sell,
1: nice massively sell. Oh, <laughs> Oh.
4: Still down on White and Paddy. It's, it's, it's Shan. I'm going to buy I, harsh
0: I but can't fair. And it's not going to stop scoring now. What evidence do you have for this?
3: Eight, Goals. Eight Loads to them.
0: Eight <laughs> and five, Paddy.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll, What was it? Um, waiting to score before boys. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. I think he's been much better than than boys in front of goal. Oh, we never covered boys absolute miss, set or miss,
2: one on one. 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 Mm. I'm gonna sell.
3: My it thing. feels like a negative thing selling that, but if either of them score, it's great.
2: Well, I think Boyce will clear this week. I'm Boyce's player from. Whereas he's not going to play boy right. He scores, floodgates open. The well. thing is, as well, with what uh, well, boys being down. a
0: penalty taker, and we're playing so much football in the box, like it's like Rangers, there's going to be a much higher probability of us getting penalties. That sounds very it's
3: Rangers, you like? <laughs> a higher chance. Well, we're the attacking team, <laughs> so of course we're going to
0: get more penalties. in the stats. The stats.
4: <laughs> so your tactic for the season is get more penalties. Got you.
0: Uh, I'm I'm gonna, I just already. said,
4: it would naturally it
3: would happen. <laughs> all right, all right. attack me <laughs> just because I mentioned Rangers, right? Did White still <laughs> take two penalties when Boyce was in the park a couple of weeks ago?
4: No,
2: he was on international
4: Boyce. duty. Oh, so he was. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to buy as well because I sold everything last week and didn't work. So, <laughs> change of tact. Um, possession again this time. So to have over 57 percent possession versus Inverness. Considering against Dundee they had fifty seven, and against Arbroath they had sixty.
3: Buy. Uh, I'm going to sell that. I feel like we're we're that's our pushing our limit, and I just feel like Inverness are a wee bit better than Arbroath, and maybe a wee bit better than Dundee as well. So.
4: Do do I have
0: to buy or sell if I think it'll be the same again?
4: Well, oh, 57 or more, so you, that
3: would be bye. Bye. Why do you think it's going to be on the dot 57 again? I think I'll just... put
0: money on it. <laughs> 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 I'm
2: going to sell as well.
4: Oh, Jesus, Hammy. <laughs> right, Hammy's got to be right on one of these, and Aye. this is the one I'm going with, so I am also going to sell. <laughs> just because... I bought the other two.
0: Are you, like, keeping a tally of this so we know who the winner of buy or sell is, like, one day?
4: I mean, you've seen my notes. Aye, <laughs> but week. you can just Clearly listen not. back to the
0: ND show. <laughs> do It'll, it properly. Be me.
4: It'll be me. Right, okay, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a nice wee Excel doc aye, worked up. Aye. Scores the lot. Put some effort in, eh? I'll
1: need to do that. What I'll... colour would you like to be? <laughs> Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do
3: that for the season predictions as well Because we made all those predictions And I know none of us took a note at any end we said I've got no idea
0: <laughs> I've like in, in a way I've wrote predictions Against the notes for one for that show so one day I know which one it is To go back and listen to
4: One of my predictions include, definitely includes Harry Cochran, he's not even at the team So
0: <laughs> I was a young the season <laughs>
3: He might be young for the season. You never specified (laughs) that. Alright,
4: last one for the week. We'll wrap up with sell being able to watch a game in a pub
3: this month. Cell. No chance. Are they not opening up already? You can, I think
4: I think they can open without can alcohol in the central belt from today when you can buy food. The diggers so, had the telly imagine why you wouldn't. when it was open. I don't think they do main meals.
0: But when it was open, were they allowed to have the tellys on? Ah, yeah. yeah. Main meal.
2: Then
3: bye.
2: So, bye, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sound. bye. <We're> bye. <laughs> I'm going to actively, I'm going to buy, no other I'm going to actively go and watch a... Yes! Yes,
0: Hammy, oh, yes! Do I come with the digger, Sammy? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll
2: go with
3: Hammy. <laughs> Paddy and Cameron and Javingo are on. And we'll all just happen to be close. Aye. Oh, This is not encouraging breaking the rules.
4: No, no. Uh, Paddy, what was that you waited in? Self. I feel this is where Captain Negatives is going to come and tell us we're not going to the pub.
0: He's either sitting really still or he's
4: frozen. Paddy doesn't sit still. Okay, I'm <laughs> putting Paddy down as a sell.
1: Paddy sold that. Sorry. And I bought it. I'm definitely selling that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, there it is, Captain Negative is back with a vengeance mm-hmm. um, We'll all buy, and Paddy will not come to the pub with us when we're allowed to go okay.
1: Well, I'll definitely come to the pub when we're allowed to go It will not be this month, though
0: It's only the second of the month
1: Big Scotland game Huge Scotland game
0: Oh, Chris, when's that? Next week I Totally forgot about that That's something to shout yourself, for, you? I Aye Elgrade well, that's all we have time for today. Many thanks to Simon, Cameron, Hammy, Paddy and Willie Collum for all your time this week. And a special thanks to Padman Scoop Productions for all his copious amounts of editing time as ever. If you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And if you would like to send us an email for some reason, it's heartspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So until next time.
3: Like and subscribe, Cameron. <laughs> you are meant
0: to say something here.
4: What word do you want me to say?
0: <laughs> oh, we used to have this guy on called Jolly that used to say something at this. But so until oh, next time,
4: the wash your hands guy. I mind mean, mean, him. wash your hands for the hearts. <laughs> <We'll>
3: <laughs> subscribe, subscribe to subscribe, this. Subscribe,
0: like and retweet and all that. We'll see you again soon. This is over here.
1: This, this victory is here for everyone. Thank uh-huh. you.